Good morning, everyone. It is Wednesday. We know what that is. One of our favorite days of the week, Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We're super excited to have a guest on as well. But good morning, everyone. This is Carol Sue, aka Nani Boss, live in person with two sisters. Hey, good morning, everyone. It's Janice, Wellness Diva uh, 5.0. And, you know, Wealth Wellness Wednesday, we'll chat about in just a minute. But, you know, Obviously, Carol Sue and I love wellness through fitness and nutrition. And our guest today, Wowzers, um, that's all I have to say. So without further ado, I want to we both want to welcome Olivia or Liv to the Two Sisters podcast. Welcome. Yeah, thank you so much for having me. I'm so happy to be here. You're welcome. So do you prefer Olivia or Liz? So you can call me Olivia or I go by Liv, L-I-V. Liv, L-I-V, okay. Yeah. So either one is good. We're going to be buddies uh, today. So you can call me Liv. My, my friends call me Liv. Very good. Yeah. Wonderful. So Liv, <laughs> I know that you have an extensive background, probably 20 years plus in the health and wellness industry. First of all, when people say that we're in the health and wellness industry, that's a big umbrella. So first of all, can you tell us like how you got started? Yeah, I would love to. You know, I got started um, from a pretty early age, starting with growing up in a martial arts studio. So my father teaches Kung Fu San Tzu. So from a pretty early age, I've been very active and into wellness and fitness. And um, I got to help him teach a lot of his classes pretty early on as well. And I studied it in school. So I got my master's degree in exercise science. Um, I became a performance enhancement specialist and studied to further my education doing health coaching certifications and anything I can get my hands on that was going to help me serve at my highest level. And I've always been interested in the body. I think it was a way for me to um, really be able to be in control of the things I can be in control of mm -hmm. and allowed me to let go of the things that I was not in control of. And I do believe that our bodies um, are our greatest assets when we treat it well and we're, we're connected to them. So it's always been a really fun space for me to tap into my true self to tap into my strength and my power, to tap into what is um, going to allow me to live my day with a lot of joy is through movement and through taking care of my body. And I like to share that with other people as well. Wow. You know, Carol, Sue and I are always talking about, because when people hear the word exercise, they're like, oh my God, I got to go to the gym, yada, yada, yada. But we refer to it as movement because it does a body good to move. And, and obviously being a health coach myself and a former certified personal trainer, you know, we all do d things differently. I love the gym. Carol, so not so much. So nope. I think sometimes we overcomplicate it. We, we do. And I think part of the piece to that is when you talk about fitness, you automatically think of that gym 
with those people walking in with a complete package of the great outfit. Uh, they've already are socially connected to that. They've got their little group. And for some that's intimidating, or you get someone that, you know, they're starting out their journey. Uh, maybe they're not in the best shape and it's very intimidating. And I was actually watching uh, a friend of mine actually start to go through that process. And her first process going to the gym the first week was to sit in the parking lot. The intimidation is real. The fear is real. Mm -hmm. And while the gym by far is a great uh, tool for your tool chest, we often talk about that there's different pieces because we're not all the same. We look different. Our bodies are different. Our gut health is different. And also our movement slash fitness is different. So we're always talking about encouraging people just to, even if you're sitting at your desk, get some movement with your legs going up and down, stretch those arms, uh, maybe use some bands, you know, whether that movement is a particular uh, type of sport you like to do some for for some it's power walking and also take into consideration where you are in your journey I mean as you age you've got it you've got to change up what you're doing depending on what you're doing so I, I love that you've kind of incorporated and for you it's such a natural fit since you obviously just kind of grew up with it I think that's awesome and you have kind of a heads up before anyone else because that's mm -hmm. all you know yeah it's it's um it's always a process as I think we get older that we think that what we did you know in our 20s is going to cut it in our 40s or 50s or 60s and it's just not that way so my journey has been more of really um fine-tuning you know I I think I I got real caught up in overtraining and overdoing it realizing that was no longer going to work to be running my body and maxing out my adrenals. So part of what my journey has been is really fine tuning that along the way. And I think that that's the thing people get mixed up about as well. They think, oh, I want to lose weight. I want to be healthy. I got to go to the gym every day. I got to work my body at a boot camp. I got to sweat every day and I got to join some crazy workout. And it's such a it's only one pillar of health, first of all. Movement is only one of those pillars. And I think as women, we often just go straight to that. We think, oh, I, I feel ugly, I feel fat, I gotta work out. That's the first thing we do, unfortunately, which is actually not, not even the biggest thing to do when it comes to weight loss. Um, usually those sweaty cardio-based workouts um, just leave us hungry <laughs> and have us, um, stressing out an already stressful body, especially for those of us who live high demanding lives. And so when I work with clients, it's the more holistic approach to that health. And a lot of my clients are astonished because they're like, wait, I only, this is all my workout plan is. Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? Are you sure? And I'm like, yes, yes, yes. It turns out you don't need to be doing everything you were doing before. If you want to add some extra movement and do whatever, go hula hoop, go on a nature walk, right? But this is, is actually what's going to get you the result that you're looking for. And it's usually a lot less movement than women are used to. Um, I should say a lot less, I shouldn't say less movement. I should say less workouts, less exercise in the way that we've been thinking weight loss needs to happen, especially after the age of 35, it's going to look completely different. Your journey is going to look completely different than it did 
you know, back in the day when you can just do a couple sit-ups and run, run three miles and be like, okay, I'm back on track again. The diets, the cleanses, the deprivation, the overtraining doesn't cut it for us later on in life, unfortunately. So when I'm working with clients, it's, it's actually just one of those pillars. And when we focus on the whole picture and dial in the food, dial in the sleep, um, really focus on um, balancing our hormones and getting a healthy gut, that is the game we want to play. It's can we pay attention to the whole picture? Right. And I was thinking, you know, one of the subjects that we often talk about that a lot of people don't talk about actually is a word that you just uh, stated, rest. Uh, you know, there, there's such a uh, missing link to people that understand like, oh my God, I didn't get a great night's sleep, so I'm going to be cranky as hell. Well, yeah, that's a piece to it. But the big piece or the more important piece in, in what we talk about is that's when our bodies naturally repair itself. So if you're not getting that quality of sleep, and also if you are into uh, a high, even a high level of fitness, sports, whatever it may be, you need to take some time off for your body to kind of repair itself again from taking days off and really putting at rest. So I think you're you're right. We, we were so impatient to get whatever that result in our brain is. And we've got to take that result out of our brain and say, wait a minute, you know what? I'm at a, a different age bracket or mm-hmm. my fitness uh, longevity for, you know, doing a certain exercise, it, it, it's changed. So I'm finding, we talk about this a lot, is more stretching. Yeah. So I'm assuming, what would be your, <coughs> excuse me, what would be your one, number one thing that most of your clients say, wow, I would have never even thought about that as part of my health movement? Yeah, so I kind of break it down the movement pillar into two sections, two areas. So either you're doing a workout or you're doing a work in. And I do believe that we all need movement every single day. Okay. No matter what our bodies want to move, we eat, we move. It needs both every single day. (laughs) So it's fine tuning the combination for that person. If somebody is coming to me with a very high demanding job, two kids, stressed out, I'm not going to put them on a plan that is workout based because it's actually going to, to make it harder for her to lose weight. It's when you're stressed out and you're not sleeping and you've got a high demanding job and you're already in that flight or flight response all day long, your, your cortisol is just like, it's a rest, right? And so having more um, time for work-in sessions and a work-in session, a work-in session is essentially something that is not raising your heartbeat. You're not making your heartbeat go, go high and you're not, you're not changing your respiratory. So your breathing would stay the same as it is right now. And your heart rate is not getting up and, but you're still moving. And that is, um, it needs to happen so much more than we think. <laughs> so I think the most surprising thing is how little I'm having them do a workout and how, how, how fun it is for them to say, wow, I, that's what I can do. And it's working. I can't believe I just lost five pounds. Oh my gosh. Like that's the thing that I love. Um, kind of, I guess, reprogramming or kind of slashing that myth. I'm like, yeah, you're not doing cardio. Like, nope, 
nope, nope, nope. You can walk if you want. Yeah, go on that elliptical, go super slow, right? And so it's kind of just that reframe. Um, and I think that's the biggest thing. I do put my, my clients on a um, strength, uh, we do strength training for sure. I think women um, often are too cardio-based and not enough strength training. Agree, yeah. and, oh, absolutely. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, and we need that muscle in our body so that we are burning when we're not working out. And that muscle is huge for bone density and I mean, so many reasons uh, you can go Google it, everybody, but essentially what, why I'm mentioning that is because when you think about strength training too, like you said in the beginning, you think you got to go to the gym and that is not true. Okay. Right. I haven't been to a gym in so long. I, I mean, since the pandemic, I have not been into a gym. Okay. And so I have like fun toys behind me. I can show you, but essentially I put together programs for my clients where they're working out and they're building in strength. And it's like a 10 minute workout. It's literally 10 to 20 minutes that they can do this. And, and they're like, wow, I feel sore. I feel good. I feel stronger in a very short amount of time. And the key is that we have to stay consistent. And if right. you think you have to show up to a gym every time you build strength, you are not going to be building strength consistently enough to get the gains you want to have and to feel really strong and powerful in your body it doesn't it doesn't cut it to go two days a week to the gym and then think oh that's all I gotta do I'd rather see somebody show up for their bodies 10 minutes every day than go to the gym twice a week and power it out so it's that it's that reimagining how you work out it's that talk with clients and connecting with them and you know sometimes it takes a little bit of convincing there's a lot of fear like oh my gosh if I don't get my cardio cardio in every day am I gonna you know gain 20 pounds and it's like no babe no babe you're definitely not and let's let's just you've been doing that and it's not working so let's do something else here for longevity and and say you know if I said to you hey all you got to do is show up for 10 minutes would you be more consistent? And you're like, yeah, no problem. I can do that, right? And I'm like, great. This is what you do in those 10 minutes. And they're like, oh, okay. This is how you make it effective. This is how you make it so that you're actually building muscle. So I you know, worked for a long time as a personal trainer before I moved into health coaching. So that's just part of the program that I bring into the, into, um, the the whole process with my clients because I have that knowledge base. So it is a big one. I have to say that part of, is really transformational for people to realize that they don't have to go to a gym. Um, it's not a bunch of cardio and they're getting the results that they have never been able to get, especially at their age. You know, I have, a, have clients in their 60s and 70s and they're like, oh my gosh, I could have been doing this, doing this, you know? So that part is really, um, it's really fun for me. And you know, what st really sticks out to me is you had mentioned that with your clients, the realization of the simplicity of doing a 10 minute workout, like who can't do that, but to further see the results. Right. Yeah. I think that's the key piece because again, our society is so transformation, got to see the results driven. And I think if, uh, you know, when I talk to uh, different, you know, customers and whatnot, and I, you know, we chat, we, you know, what's going on with the health journey, they go, well, you know, how can I gear it? 
And I say, go in your closet. We're going to do this very unconventional. Go in your closet and found, find that outfit that you absolutely love and it is way too tight for you. Mm-hmm. Because the other key piece is we're stuck on numbers. Mm-hmm. So I said, regardless of the size, I don't care if you know you feel like your tummy's overflowing or you're bulging from all different directions. That is what you're going to gear it towards. And you're only going to try that on every other week. And when you start to start to feel comfortable in your own clothing, especially that outfit, then you're not concentrated on the scale. You're not concentrated on the size of the clothing mm-hmm. and you're not so focused in, uh, you know, I got to like measure myself and I'm going to, you know, where am I? And I don't feel like I'm doing because there is a transformation that goes with developing that muscle and that strength that, you know, the, the scale may not reflect the size of the clothes may not reflect but you could put on that same outfit and say, wow, it just fits differently. It fits mm-hmm. better if I'm more comfortable. And when you're more comfortable, you become more confident. Absolutely. Yeah, I love that. I think some of the programs that are out there right now are so um, rigid and it's actually not what people are doing that are healthy, right? Like it's not the game that we're playing. And to, you know, there's a lot of them that are a lot of shame-based, you know, having people measure their food every second, um, right. being on the scale every day, that's very triggering for a lot of people. And it does work for some. I think that, you know, it's really an individual game. And so finding out what a what's going to work for a client, like what's going to get her to um, connect to her, why? Like, why are you even losing weight in the first place? Why is this something that's even on your plate to do? And being able to connect deep down to what she's really passionate about, what's what, what will happen when you when you are embodying that strong um, sense of self and feel that empowerment of your health, what will happen next? And starting kind of at the end with a lot of these women and and talking about that, like oh well, then I'd probably be able to grow my business more, or maybe I'd decide to ask my, you know, I would want to have sex with my husband, or I'd feel like I can run around with the grandkids, and I'm not going to get hurt, you know, whatever it is, or I won't be so exhausted, whatever it is for her, that kind of touches on emotion of like, oh, there is the thing, that's the thing that I want, and it's kind of reclaiming that, um, and, and not doing it for other people any longer, not doing it from like the outside game, right? You're doing it for inside. What is it gonna feel for you to step into that type of lifestyle? And it's transformative. It changes people's lives. It allows them to step into their greatness so much easier when you don't have something lingering and you're in a a cycle of you're disconnected from yourself and you end up in a self-betrayal in these quiet moments when nobody's watching and you say, oh, it's been a busy day. The kids have been crazy. Oh my gosh, I'm so stressed. I'm just gonna, I just need this thing, right? And you end up eating the cookies or having the donuts or overeating. Exactly, right? It's in those quiet moments when nobody's is watching that we're in that self-betrayal cycle. And when you can realize how much energy that's costing you. When you realize that every time you say, okay, I'm not gonna do this thing anymore, and then you do it, it's, it's you're leaving yourself, you're betraying yourself. And that 
sucks out our energy quicker than anything else. And so it's really about that muscle of pride, building the muscle of pride and saying, this is what I usually do because it's been a hard day. And now I do this. And you do that one time with the support that I give my clients. And then you say, oh, wow, that felt good. <laughs> and then you do it again. <laughs> and then all of a sudden, it's just the new routine that you know how to manage your stress. You know how to manage the load you carry. That's what this is about as well. It's not that people can't, they, they have impulse issues or it's not that any of this stuff that, you know, people talk about, um, you know, I'm an overeater. They're coming to me calling themselves an overeater. I'm like, no, you're not an overeater. You've maybe chosen to overeat because you need better tools and techniques to manage your stress. And if you don't have those, it's just about impossible to be in alignment with what it is that you're wanting to achieve. And so when I'm working with clients, a lot of this work that we do is about being able to find out what their goals are for them today. Like not some like, well, I just want to lose weight. Okay, well, how much weight? Why? What's going on? Like really digging deep. Oh, that's what you want. You want to be able to wear that dress, right? Like that's what comes out of those conversations. Like, great, go get that dress. Let's go see it, you know? And figuring out the real reason why, and then figuring out, well, where, where do you self-sabotage? Where, what happens in those quiet moments where you're in that self-betrayal? And let's talk about that because that's, if we can change that, we change everything and we need better tools for those moments. So that's the, that's part of that, that work. Some people don't know what it looks like they don't know the rules of the game, right? They think they're supposed to do cardio every day. So some of it is about, you know, the prescription, I call it, just the, the you have now better knowledge and because there's so much misinformation out there. So that sometimes is very helpful. And then the other work is just a transformational change. You get to become a whole new person. Are you ready, right? It's like that, are you ready to step into her? She's right there. She's not far. So it's, it's a fun process. And I think a lot of times people think it's going to be, oh, it's so heavy. It's so big. It's this thing I've never been able to accomplish. And I'm like, she's right there. She's standing right there. So it's just that reminder. And I think the level of support people need is so much higher than um, what's, what's out there. Uh, it has to match the load you carry and the responsibility that you hold in the day. So when people are able to say, wow, I'm holding space and taking care of all these people but who's taking care of you that's mm -hmm. the type of support people need it has to match the load and when I am able to give that to people that's when the true transformation occurs that's amazing and I you know you've said so many good key pieces for people you know really just setting the bar <clears throat> really more realistically but also being you know accountable to yourself in those quiet moments and you know maybe journaling maybe seeing okay I sat there I ate that bag of chips you know was was I under stress did I was I having a bad moment let's correlate the feeling with the action of what I'm doing and I don't think society you know that's where it comes into that pause and delay 
and we're always and it's just society it's just it's social media it's you know the the news alerts it's the uh transformation alerts the ads alert and we're always looking for a quick fix and instead of saying you know what it's part of the journey i need to pause and really reflect to really understand why am i doing something and i just think we're in a society where it's so quick that we don't even take that time for ourselves to like digest. Yeah, I love that you're saying that. It does require us to slow down and right. really recognize what's going on in our lives and what it is that we're actually needing in different moments. And when you can check in with yourself, all the different parts of yourselves, you know, it sounds like success in a sentence with clients, it sounds like, um, oh, I realized my body didn't want that at all. I was just wanting attention or I wanted love in that moment, or I just needed, I just wanted to feel connected to, to somebody and I was lonely, right? Boom. If somebody can say that on a call, that's an easy solve. It's like, great. What would, who's really hungry here? It's not the body does not want the chips, right? And I think that when a client can break that, that um, belief of, of like, oh, I deserve the wine. It's been a long day. I just deserve this thing. And then really focusing on, oh, my body deserves to be treated with a lot of respect <laughs> and I'm going to honor it now. Why would I ever do that? <clears throat> Why would I ever choose anything else? It's that shift. And it is the, I'm, I do, you know, I don't take clients who want quick fixes. I, that's part of my process evaluation yeah yeah it's part of my process it's like i mean there are programs out there and it's not to say that it's actually not that clients don't get very quick results it's the it's the mindset of i'm gonna do this for the rest of my life this is the last time i'm life going time. to lose weight i'm never gonna lose weight again because it, i'm done losing weight this if i just play this game yes the byproduct is you will have a very strong body that doesn't have extra adipose tissue, but that mindset is different. It's just a different way to think about it. And when you are able and at the space in your life where you're, where you're committed to that, that's the person I can work with. Because I, I did the other stuff for a long time and I got people ready for their weddings and I got people ready for their tennis match and their whatever. But it's, it's so much more fulfilling for me. I feel like it's more of my calling to say, oh, I work with a woman who is done with this thing on her list. She is done having it suck her energy. She wants to look in the mirror or pass by a reflection and just give herself a little wink and a little nod and feel good. That's, that's what I am here to do because when you are not spending all that time worrying about your weight, worrying about how you look, feeling self-conscious, all of those things. That's the, the brilliant women that are up to amazing things that are going to go change the world. They're, they're not, it's not costing all this energy, draining them thinking about this anymore. It's off of their plate. So those are the types of women I, I work with. They're highly successful. <laughs> They're highly um, accomplished. It's just 
they're wanting this too. They're claiming, I'm not, I, I want it all. I want all of the things. I deserve all of it and including feeling good in my body. So that's the type of, of client I usually am bringing into my space. And, you know, I want to go back for a moment to, we'd mentioned fight or flight. And I think sometimes we buy into that idea. For instance, I'm starting to see the commercials for New Year's starting to come up. And I'm like, what the heck? And, and I look at that and I think, all right, who's buying into that? Like, we're in a fight with ourselves on a daily basis. And we, we want that, what, what they are advertising. And, you know, my message to that person would be um, shift it in such a way, like, don't think of what you're doing as a diet. Like you can, you know, if you need to work with a professional, you know, absolutely do that, but don't think of it as another diet. For, for me, I had to think of it as I'm, I'm going to change my lifestyle and it clicked and I'm not going to focus on losing weight. And as a by, you mentioned a byproduct as a byproduct of that, I lost a lot of weight. It is possible, but you know, to the mindset shift is so important. Yeah. It, it, it sounds like too, I call it the, it's just going from one addiction to an to the next addiction, right? And that's called destination addiction. You're in this like finish line mindset. And I think that when people realize they're just hopping from one addiction to the next addiction, and then they're realizing, oh, I can just break all of this and connect with myself. Really, that's what it's about. Connecting with yourself to say, I am perfect. I'm whole. I'm complete. I am ever changing. I am feeling proud of myself through my actions and that's that's what's going to have me get out of this life and experience what I want when your intentions are in alignment with what you act on regardless of the excuses and the reasons and the obstacles that get in the way you end up with massive quantum leaps in your life and I do think that it is a, there's a lot of distraction, like you said, on social media and the whole thing. And part of that is that it works. Like we, it's not that we're looking at social media because it doesn't work. It actually does give you that dopamine hit. You're in there, you're scrolling, you're numbed out, you're in. I think it's uh, the research is showing that you get in that zone space after looking at it for seven seconds or something like that. Like you're, it's like you're watching a movie and you're in it. Right. And that is satisfying if you're really under a lot of stress. It is, it's just like having a box of cookies. It does work. The box of cookies helps you feel better for a moment. Right. And so it's knowing that those are band-aids though, and not cures. And when you are, when you've done it long enough, you know, you're just realizing you can't just keep doing it this way. It's too painful in the long haul, right? Can we just allow for that delayed gratification? Like you were talking about that hyperbolic discounting where you say, you know what, I'm going to wait. I'm going to be in this for the long game. And these 
things are no longer satisfying. I'm not going to get pulled by it any longer. And part of that is setting up really strong boundaries with yourself, with loving discipline. And I think that a lot of times when people say boundaries, they think I'm going to educate somebody on how to treat me. But a lot of the times it actually starts with how you treat yourself and the boundaries you set up and like the rules of the, of the game here for you and your non-negotiables around the things that are going to get in the way of you succeeding, whether it's social media, being drowned out in the news that's depressing for you, whatever that is, it's, it's like, can we show up for ourselves and say, you know, I'm going to make sure I stay with myself here. I've set this boundary for myself and I'm going to keep it. And we're able to do that for ourselves. We can do that for, with other people so much easier as well. Oh my gosh, that is so true. It, it is so true. And, I, and again, it goes, just go back to, this is the times that we're, we're in, but guess what? We're still in control of our own lives. You don't have to, um, but that takes some serious inner work. And again, uh, the inner piece of working with our inner selves for some, they may feel guilty, like I shouldn't be doing that. You know, my children need me, my spouse needs me, my profession needs me, my clients, my customers, whatever it may be. Um, it is not selfish. And I think we have, to, we have to break that barrier down to say it's not selfish for self-care. And that self-care may include limiting, uh, really going to your, your planner or the timer on your device or whatever and say, you know what? I like to check in with everyone, see how everyone's doing. I always call social media nowadays like, you know, an evil necessity uh, because, you know, especially if you're an entrepreneur, you do you do need social media to get out there. Uh, you know, it is such a great avenue uh, to be able to connect with people. Uh, it's also a great tool for those families that live, you know, in different states and whatnot. But again, you still got to remember, you know what? Hey, I don't want to get, I don't want to go down that rabbit hole. I got to time myself or say, you know what? 30 minutes a day, I'm going to do 15 minutes, 15 minutes in the morning, maybe 15 minutes at night. And really, when it sounds kind of ridiculous, you're going to find that that 30 minutes was, was now spent on more things better for you, whether it was being in the moment with your family or your friends, and actually <clears throat> not just scrolling on your device, but actually using it for what it was originally intended for calling people, hearing their voice, having that communication and connection and hearing, uh, because I think we're missing the true piece of communication that's been lost over the last 10 years. Um, and we need to do our part to kind of get back on track with that, but really starts with ourselves. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. I think that you brought up an interesting point here that I would love to talk, to talk about, which is if you're an entrepreneur or business owner, um, female business owners are people I work with mostly. So, you know, they come in, they want to be able to promote their business. They're like, oh, I don't like social media. It's like usually the thing, right? And I think that it's one of those things when I hear somebody saying that as a business owner, I realize it's because they don't have good boundaries with social media. Right. Mm -hmm. And when you're able to use as a, if you're a business owner, you are using that as a tool. You want to use it as a tool, like you mentioned. And if you're using it as a business tool, you want to treat it like a business tool. So you have essentially like, this is my time to go on there for this particular task. This right. is when I go on here for this. And you, again, 
I have like my social media manifesto. Like I have like, like seriously like line item. This is how I use social media. <laughs> and I share it with my clients so I can say it. Now go make yours. This right. is mine. Go make yours, especially for people who are business owners who, who you know, want to be on there to serve the masses, right? And to get their product out there, their services out there. It's essential, essentially. And you want to use it. It's a beautiful tool. And I think that if you can create your, if you are a business owner, create your social media rule book manifesto here's how i use it and i don't deviate from this plan i have boundaries and then you will fall in love with it because you will realize when you use it as a tool how beautiful it can be for your business and if it's not a part of your business and it is something you enjoy i would really i, I like to share with clients to not use it when you are down not use it at the end of the day. Mm -hmm. It's not something to like, just know they did a good job. You will buy something. You will feel crappy afterwards. It's not going to make you feel better. So if you are using it in times where you are down or you're feeling like you, it's at the end of the day, you're kind of tired. It's been a long one. Like any of that sense of, oh, I just got to like, zone out and and just be in a world and see whatever and if anybody else had a crappy day like me like that vibe it's never going to be satisfying it's always a waste of time and it I think that it's nice when clients could we could talk about like when are you on it usually in the mornings and in the night it does not go well it doesn't usually go well. It's not the first thing you want to grab and it's not the thing you want to have at the end of the day. And so if you can find a different time to connect with family and go on there. And I would also like to say to people like contribute. If you're going to be on there, it's going to be more satisfying when you contribute, when you like people, like people's things and comment and you share your own too. When you're on there and just scrolling to just, see what people are doing, it's not as satisfying. So those are a couple of things because social media is a big one. It's a big one because it goes along a lot with snacking. It goes along with the mindless eating and the thing, yeah. you know, just like TV. So any screens, if you can create boundaries around your screen time in general, not just social media, it is a very um usually enlightening process with people of like oh i'm free <laughs> it does get people free when you can set good boundaries around screens and around how you use screens when you eat especially so if when i'm able to kind of i like to say like clean that up with clients um it goes very well so it's just something very practical you could start to do your listeners can start to do even today how do i how do i use my screens when am i using them and when am I using them in combination with my food? And can I break that habit? Mm, good point. Good point. And I challenge everybody today just by basically what you said and which we're trying to adapt. We've not always been successful at it, but we're working on that. And because we're all a work in progress and you have to remember the more you do something, it does naturally become a habit. See this device? Now, for those, our listeners, are view, uh, listeners who cannot see what we're doing, I'm actually holding up uh, my cell phone. When you are at the table of food, 
do not have that with you. Um, so many times I've noticed, and, and my husband's noticed, like you go out and you see a family and or a couple <coughs> at the, you know, restaurant table, whatnot, bar, whatever it may be. And they're just, their noses in their devices and they're sitting next to what one would assume would be, you know, someone that adds value to their life, yet they're not communicating. And is it, is it a hard thing to do because we've been so trained to do it because we're such in fear of missing out on that alert or what's going on in the world? Of course it is. <clears throat> it will be in the beginning. It's going to feel like crap. You're going to feel like you're missing something like your pocketbook or your wallet. Like, oh my God, I have to have it next to me. But when you start doing it more and more, you're, the first thing you're going to notice is you're not going to notice that you're missing it, number one, but you're going to have more great conversation with who you're with and sharing and being present and being actually in the moment. And that's a challenge for a lot of people. So today on Wealth Wellness Wednesday, I think that would be a great challenge. Right. It's like, okay, everyone out there, as Liv said, she has her own social media manifesto. And uh, guess who's going to be working on hers a little <laughs> bit better? There's always room for improvement. Absolutely. Yeah, absolutely. It is too, it is wonderful too, you know, it's kind of like the rituals that you set up with the people in your home, whether they're roommates or a partner or you have kids. And just to say, um, you know, this is how we come together. Um, part of one of our rules in our house is no, no phones at the table, just right. like at all. Um, no, no Apple watches, nothing that's going to beep at you to, to bring you out of this time where we're coming together at the end of the day. And that includes television on. It's, there's no TV on either. And right. so I think that just having just that one alone is great. You know, it's going to be whatever, 30 minutes that we're going to sit down together at the end of the day. Um, can we, can we just be here and create our own, um, I want to bring in the book, The Art of Gathering. I'm not sure if any of your readers have read it, but it's a beautiful book called The Art of Gathering. So it's just about intentional gathering, how you come together with intention. And that can be included, um, you know, at breakfast time or at the end of the day. And also just maybe, especially since so many people are working from home now or hybrid, there's an opportunity even to take a time out in the middle of the day and connect with people in a different way as well. So it's just an opportunity to actually create connection, which is what we're all wanting. We all want to feel loved and we all wanna feel that we belong. That's really what's happening here. And we're going to these other devices to try to get it when it's sitting right in front of us. So right. let's not forget what's important, what we're actually desiring, what we're actually wanting. That is so true. And speaking of connection, how do our viewers and listeners connect with you further? Yeah, so um, I can point everybody to get a free copy of my best-selling book. It's called Lose the Weight, Create Your Healthy State. And if you go to losetheweight.com, sorry, losetheweightbook.com, you'll get a free copy of my book. And it's about how to not only lose the physical weight, but the mental and the emotional weight that we are carried around. It's actually about more about that. And you will lose physical weight as a byproduct of losing and letting go of the bricks in your backpack that are weighing you down, which is the emotional and the mental weight that we carry. And 
Um, it's been a best-selling book in women in business. And I think it would be really wonderful to give a free copy to your listeners. So it's called Lose the Weight Book. Go to losetheweightbook.com and you can get a free copy. And then from there, there's places you can connect with me um, from that website. So I'll have everybody awesome. go to that one. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Oh my gosh. This has been such an amazing conversation with Liv today. Oh, absolutely. And, you know, really just understanding and embracing uh, that there are, you know, we're, we, we have to really protect this. We have to protect our bodies, which includes our gut, our mind health, our mindset, our physical being. And, you know, not everyone fits in the same the same box. So embrace that and it's okay. Mm-hmm. Uh, and also really keep in mind, you know, where you're at in your journey. Uh, like you said, when you're in your 60s, we're not in our 20s anymore. <laughs> no, we're yeah. a little. <laughs> yeah, it's just not going to be the same plan. It's just not. And I think that that's just, um, and it's not to say don't um, restrict yourself. I think, you know, a lot of times people come to me and I say, oh, I just, is this realistic? That's a huge one. Hey, I want this. Is it, am I being realistic? And I love to in- encourage women to say, you know what? You just told me what you wanted. Let's go see what's possible. And usually what ends up being possible by the end of my program, they did not think was going, it was higher than they expected. And so I don't want our age to limit us in what we think is possible because it's just not true. It's just about knowing that you get to be in it for the long game and it's not going to be quick fixes and it's not going to be the diets and the cleanses that you were doing maybe in your 20s and it's going to get to be the the real deal you deserve the real deal um and that gives you so much energy and strength that most people haven't really ever stepped into and so i want to just share with your audience here it's not about limiting and saying what's realistic it's going to be let's go find out what's possible because you deserve that strength and that confidence and feeling proud of yourself and feeling good in your body. Cause when you do everything else becomes a whole lot easier. Oh, that is so true. And on that note, we want to thank you so much. Oh my gosh, such an amazing conversation, such great insight. Let's go find out what's possible. Oh my gosh. Thank you so much, Liv, for being on the two sisters podcast today so fun. Thank you for having me. I appreciate both of you. Oh, you're welcome. It was, you know, you gave so much, in, uh, you know, great advice, but, you know, also I think a lot for a lot of people to think about, to really mm-hmm. kind of absorb, you know, watch this. I, I, I'm going to go back and watch it again. I'll probably have to watch mm-hmm. it two times at least. And that's the, the key piece is, you know, knowing that you are worth it, uh, knowing that you deserve to feel your best, to be your best. But in order to do that, you got to start, you got to take that first step forward. So I absolutely loved everything you had to bring to the table today. It was great. Absolutely. And we hope you definitely will consider coming back and visiting us again. Heck yeah. I'm so down for a round two. So please oh, invite awesome. me back anytime. I'll be on here. I, such a pleasure to talk to both of you. Awesome. Wonderful. Thank you so much. Well, thank you so much. Well, Carol, so I'm going to turn it over to you for a quick wrap on Wealth Wellness Wednesday. Well, of course, our favorite day of the week, Wealth Wellness Wednesday. And what does that mean when you talk about wealth and you talk about wellness? How does that even connect? Well, it's about the mindset, having a healthy relationship with money. Now, a lot of people, especially entrepreneurs, but not limited to, think that... 
it's kind of a touchy subject, but it's not because when you have and understand the impact that wealth has on your wellness, you can impact more people. Now, this has nothing to do with a uh, financial exchange that has to do with a lot of money. It has to do with whatever you can do. It does not have anything to do with donating to your favorite charity. Of course, we want you to still do that. This is about impacting an unsuspected person and pay it and put it out in the universe to do better, to do good, because we understand when you have that healthy relationship with money, the more you can do, the more that you can impact. How nice would it be to just write out that check to that church that needs that new oil burner? Or how about, you know, uh, a children's program? Maybe your school is lacking in something and you were able to write that check out. I know it feel great. Mm -hmm. So you have to have that mindset. So again, it has nothing to do about the monetary amount. It could be a dollar. It could be $5. It could be 10. It could be whatever you want it to be, but you have to present it to somebody that's someone that you don't know. We're trying to get that kindness train going as well. Mm -hmm. So how can you do it? We give out kind of a two or three different basic examples when we want you to be creative, but let's talk about it. How about you've got that person that's really struggling? They've got to fill up their gas tank, right? And we all know across the board, gas is kind of high right now, out of our control. You know, maybe a person has to go there just to get even one gallon of gasoline. Now, how cool would it be if they show up at that pump and you know where you put that credit card in, that maybe there was either a gift card in there or maybe $3, $5 in the shape of a credit card. And you put it right in there and there. What can that be? Why would somebody leave money in there? Well, just think how good that would make them feel that you unbeknownst to them, took uh, time out of your day to leave them a little something to help them to defray the cost. Maybe you're going to pay for the coffee for the person behind you. Maybe you're going to leave. Uh, we, have, we know we've got tons of people that love pets, right? Go into your favorite store. Go to the pet food aisle. Maybe leave a little bill in one of the um, containers of food. Or a lot of us know, right, children, buy, you know, buying the diapers, buying the formula can get very expensive. How about putting a little bill in there? How would that transform or really renegotiate someone's day that maybe couldn't afford it? They would feel good about it, right? You're going to feel good because you were impacting someone that you don't know. But guess what? That's going to also get them feeling good about, wow, how gratitude it's going to just burst into their heart and their mindset. And it's going to change. And maybe, just maybe, they're going to do it themselves. So that's really all what wealth wellness is about. It's really just putting out in the universe understanding and having that good, healthy relationship with money and now how you can impact someone's day and maybe change the direction. Maybe they were having an icky day and now you've changed that. Absolutely. And on that note, I am Janice, aka Wellness Diva 5.0 with two sisters. And this is Carol Sue, aka Naughty Boss on this live Wealth Wellness Wednesday in New England. We are so grateful for Liv giving all what she's given added value. We hope and would love to hear from you, <coughs> excuse me, you on what you loved about this or what you learned about it. Mm -hmm. You can just reach us at our website at www. 2-T-W-O-S-I-S-T-A-S -S dot online. Whew. That was a good, that was a long <laughs> one. That's why I transferred it over to her because she's better at that. We wish you a great well, Wealth Wellness Wednesday. We will see you tomorrow for Trending Thursday. Now we've given you a lot of key things today. You be the trendsetter. You show them what you're about. Take care, everyone. Have a great day. Bye for now. <laughs>